Section 53 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 51. William Marvin, 1808-1902, versus Thomas W. Osborne, 1833-1898, Florida. Election case, June 30, 1868. Issues, Reconstruction, Challenge to Legislature's Authority to Elect. Chronology, Credentials Presented, June 30, 1868. Senate Vote, June 30, 1868. Result, Osborne seated. Background. In 1866, Florida's provisional state government elected two United States senators, but believing the state had not taken sufficient steps to protect the rights of the freedmen, the Senate tabled their credentials and took no further action. Then, in 1868, under provisions of the Reconstruction Acts of 1867, Florida adopted a new, moderate constitution that enfranchised black voters. Having ratified the 13th and 14th Amendments, the newly constituted legislature elected two United States senators. Former Freedmen's Bureau Commissioner Thomas W. Osborne, Republican, and Adonijah S. Welch, Republican. On June 25th, the state was readmitted to the Union, together with North and South Carolina, Louisiana, Alabama, and Georgia. Statement of the Case Upon the presentation of Thomas Osborne's credentials on June 30, 1868, William P. Fessenden, Republican of Maine, Aware that well-publicized political discord and violence continued in Florida, inquired whether the state had met all requirements for representation in Congress. Osborne's supporter, Timothy Howe, Republican of Wisconsin, responded that the confirming evidence, the ordinance ratifying the two constitutional amendments, had just been laid on the table. Charles Drake, Republican of Missouri, nevertheless urged that the credentials be referred to committee. Response of the Senate Timothy Howe reminded his colleagues that the Senate had not referred the credentials of Arkansas's two senators to committee before swearing them in a week earlier under similar circumstances. See Case 50. Fessenden, however, reiterated his desire to know more about Florida's ratification of the 13th and 14th Amendments, since even the 1868 legislature was dominated by those favoring white supremacy. Others agreed that a committee should review the matter. Jacob Howard, Republican of Michigan, and Charles Drake questioned the use of the word adopted rather than ratified, by the Florida legislature in accepting the 13th and 14th Amendments. They urged that the materials regarding ratification be referred to the Judiciary Committee. But the committee's chairman, Lyman Trumbull, Republican of Illinois, expressed little enthusiasm for the idea.
I have looked at these papers, he declared, and I see no earthly object in referring them. We may as well act upon them now as tomorrow. Conservative Republican James R. Doolittle, Wisconsin, added a twist to the proceedings by submitting the credentials of another Florida senator, William Marvin, elected by the Provisional Legislature in 1866 for the same term claimed by Osborne. The Wisconsin senator had first presented the credentials of the racially conservative Marvin, who had served as Florida's provisional governor, on January 19, 1866. At that time, they were tabled by the Senate. Doolittle now argued that Florida had never actually been out of the Union. Since the war was over by 1866, the legislature therefore had had a right to elect U.S. Senators. Marvin, he believed, had first claim upon the seat, and his credentials should be sent to the Judiciary Committee along with those of Osborne. After extensive wrangling over whether Florida had properly ratified the two amendments and whether the question should be referred to committee, the Senate finally refused by a vote of 13 to 31 to postpone the matter and then voted 34 to 6 to seat Osborne. William Marvin's claim was disregarded because he had been elected before passage of the Reconstruction Acts and by a Florida legislature that did not meet the stringent standards for renewal of representation in Congress. Osborne then came forward and took the oaths of office. Conclusion Resolving the controversy over Florida's readmission and the seating of one senator cleared the way for the state's second senator to take his place. On July 2, 1868, Adonijah Welch joined Osborne in the chamber and took his oaths of office. Welch, a Michigan educator who moved to Florida after the war, served only until the end of his brief term in March 1869. Thomas Osborne, a native of New Jersey who parlayed his service in the Union Army during the Civil War into a powerful Florida political career, retired from the Senate in March 1873 at the completion of his term. He returned to Florida to practice law and in later years moved to New York City. He died in New York in 1898. William Marvin later returned to his native New York, where he remained until his death in 1902. End of Case 51 and of Section 53